0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, April the 27th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here to discuss the two-game NBA playoff slate tonight for both DFS purposes, and that is with DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo, and also from our prize picks perspective. We'll go over these two games try to uncover some plays, some fades, hopefully some takedown optimal lineup builds, and then we'll also uh, give out some prize picks, plays as well. Um, Big news before we get started here, we have extended by one day our free membership trial. If you want to give us a try for the first time, go uh, on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. There is a link there to sign up. It is uh, on our, uh, pinned on our Twitter account, and you get five free days to try out everything we've got. Uh, we've got full-blown basketball playoffs, all of the baseball, MLB-wise, and, of course, PGA Golf. And you'll get all of our lineups with this five-game uh, uh, day trial. You'll get all the games from all the sports. We'll give you some... Uh, core builds, and also some full lineups, uh, and we'll also give you some additional prize picks, selections beyond what is shared on this podcast. So give us a try. If you want to look more into uh, what we offer, you can go to dfscoachtalk.com and uh, see everything about us. Uh, we're looking forward to giving you, uh, having you given us a try, and uh, we will be there in Discord for Uh, the entire day, looking at any player changes, any MLB weather. We also have uh, a new feature that we just launched this week, and it's our own in-house DFS Coach Talk player projections and ownership projections. So uh, give us a try. We'd love to have you. All right, let's look at these two games. They're both possible closeout series. We have in the first game... um, is Chicago and Milwaukee, and we know Milwaukee's leading this series 3-1, so they can close it out here in game five at home, and it's the identical situation in the second game tonight, and that is Denver at Golden State. Golden State is up three games to one and can close it out in game five at home. As far as the totals for these games um, and the spreads, you've got two pretty Strong favorites. Uh, We've got Milwaukee favored by 12, and Golden State by nine, and then fairly close on the total as well. 218 for Chicago, Milwaukee, and 225 and a half. Excuse me for Denver and Wash, Golden State. Another sneeze. A double sneezer. All right. So we've, again, so we're really on even ground here. We're not looking at um, two games that are just very different in either spread or total. Very similar situation. So it gives us a clean look at, you know, who we want to uh, go after here. All right, let's 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 take a look at um, this Chicago-Milwaukee game a little bit more in depth. Again, we've got uh, Chicago at Milwaukee. Milwaukee favored by 12. 218 total, 103 implied for Chicago, 115 implied for the Bucks. As far as any injury reports in this one, uh, two important ones for Chicago. I have a feeling both played just because this is an elimination game for them, but we're not sure. They're both listed as questionable, and that's Alex Caruso and Zach Levine. So Levine and Caruso, um, questionable, we'll keep an eye on that throughout the day. Uh, Matt Thomas is out. For Milwaukee, it's the veteran guard George Hill that is questionable. He's been out the majority of this series, so we'll see if he gets in there. And then, of course, Chris Middleton will be out for a while, a uh, big blow to the Bucks for sure. Let's take a look at the last game that was competitive, with Chicago and uh, Milwaukee. The last two games, Milwaukee is just shellacked them, and we're not getting a really good look at what that rotation would be in a closer game. And let's, you know, that's going to be the important key here. If you, you know, are thinking blowout here, uh, then you certainly can. Uh, Mess with your numbers, get some of the more subs in there that you're going to get more minutes. But, you know, closeout game, we'll see if Chicago has some hard here. Uh, I want to look at it as a game that will be a little bit closer. A couple of pieces of information. Um, As far as the regular season goes up until these, and including these playoffs games, Chicago's had the 17th fastest pace, Milwaukee 7th. So pace up for Chicago. Defensively, these two teams have not been very great at all. Chicago 23rd, uh, they really struggled at the end of the season, and they're struggling in the playoffs. These last two games, they got, uh, re- got it really handed to them. So uh, they, uh, again, with that 23rd ranking, Milwaukee 14th, just middle of the pack. So quite a bit of a, a difference defensively for them uh, compared to last year. So, you know, this game does have the potential uh, to be a a closer game and a fairly high-scoring game, I believe. Um, We're going to look back at game two where Chicago won 114-110 to tie up the series because that was the closest game uh, looking backward. In that game, um, you know, there are a few differences, but for Chicago, it was the DeMar DeRozan uh, show. He was 16 for 31-31. Played 44 plus minutes, uh, had 41 real points. So, certainly a target. You know, if they're going to win this game, if they have any chance to win this game, he really is a key, the key component here. Um, and super important to know the Zach Levine, Alex Caruso news because it changes everything in this game. Uh in in this game too, Levine played 43 minutes and Caruso played 38. So nothing like you know replacing 80 minutes of time if these two don't go. Uh so we're gonna watch that very closely. Um Levine had a decent game with uh 20 real points, uh very poor on the, the rebounds, assists, steals. Uh Caruso only had nine points, but he did get 10 assists. So uh, both guys, playable commodities if they play without restrictions. Um, Patrick Williams, who's stepped up in the last few games uh, and shown some fight, played 32 minutes and chipped in with 10 points, nine rebounds. He's had uh, a better series uh, you know, overall to be that fifth guy, really. After those top five, though, in a tight game, there was a massive drop-off. Nobody else was even playable. So the the key factor here will be, you know, focusing on uh, this starting five and seeing what they can bring to the table um, with DeRozan, Williams, Vukovic, Levine, and Caruso. Uh, Vukovic had a really good game as well, 24 points, 13 rebounds. So it's the, those are the guys. Now, if Levine or Caruso are out or limited, then we have to start talking about Kobe White and Dasun Mu, a little bit of Javante Green. So we may get one of those three as a value play if, for some reason, Levine and/or Caruso are out. So that's that's a solid look at really what they've got if this game stays within reason. And they're not going to wave the white flag early like a regular season game. You're down 14, 15 points. You fight till the end because if not, uh, you know, you're on your way to Cancun. It's it's over. So uh, that's why, you know, I, I think they'll stay with that main group a little bit uh, longer than expected. Now, the difference between uh, this game two and uh, what we're going over now and what's happening now is there's no Chris Middleton. Middleton played 30, uh, almost 33 minutes in that game, and those are going to have to be replaced. And those have pretty much been dished off to a combination of Grace and Allen, Bobby Portis, Pat Connaughton. I think they'll still be divvied up. Um, really, what's happened is the usage piece and leadership has gone, you know, even more so to Giannis, who in this game had a Giannis kind of game. He got over 40 minutes. You get over 40 minutes from Giannis, uh, mail it in, man. You're in good shape. He had 33 points, 18 rebounds, nine assists, two blocks, and a steal. You know, not bad. I think we could use that today. Uh, Brooke Lopez, solid game. That game, 25 points and five rebounds. Uh, Played 35 minutes. Wesley Matthews, 34 minutes, not a whole lot. Drew Holiday had an average game for him, but he has stepped up. You know, especially with Middleton out, uh, he uh, the ho- the ball is in Holiday's hands a lot more than it had been in the past. Uh, in this game, he was six for sixteen, so sixteen shots up, with his propensity to do well with rebounds, assist, and some stocks. Another uh, terrific play on the cheap. Again, you have that option. Allen, Portis, Conantin, being the three guys that I would look to uh, to absorb those minutes from Middleton. All right, that's game one. Uh, real quickly here before we go to game two, I want to thank our presenting sport uh, sponsor here. That's Prize Picks. If you haven't signed up for Prize Picks yet, go to PrizePicks.com. Use the promo code Coach Talk, all one word, no space. And they will match you dollar for dollar on your first deposit all the way up to 100 bucks. So you cannot beat it. And you can get some free uh, prize picks selections here in our podcast daily in both the NBA and MLB. And then some additional uh, in our Discord for our members uh, and those on our free trial uh, as well. So um, some very good stuff there. All right. The second game. It is um, going to be played at 10 o'clock. It's the Denver Nuggets and Golden State Warriors. Golden State is favored by nine. It's a 225 and a half total, 108.25 implied for Denver, 117.25 implied for Golden State. Um, as far as injuries in this game, let's take a look and see what we've got. Um Nothing out of the uh, normal. It's exactly what we've gotten in this series so far. No Murray and Porter for Denver. No injuries for Golden State. Golden State, by the way, is now the favorite to win the NBA championship in Vegas. So they have surpassed Phoenix and even Milwaukee and Boston. So uh, things have changed quite a bit since this first round series have begun. For the Golden State uh, Denver game, we're going to look at the last game played, the one that Denver won to uh, stave off elimination and take the series, uh, first game of the series uh, for them. Uh, it is 3-1 now, so this was the last game they played a couple of days back, but it gives you a good feel if the big minutes are there for the main players. Golden State, let's look at them first. You had uh, 37 minutes from Wiggins, 34 from Draymond, 31 from Clay, 38 and a half for Poole, and 36 and a half for Curry. Those are the five guys that played the majority of the minutes. They're playing ultra small ball with Draymond at the center, Wiggins at the four, and then the three guards, Thompson, Poole, and Curry. So... Amazing to go that small uh, with all that scoring on the perimeter. But that's really what they've done. Uh, The other guys have been played out. You only got 11 minutes from Looney, 12 from Iguodala, 11 from Kaminga, 6 from Peyton, and 5 from Bielitsa. So those guys are unplayable. Uh, You got to go with that small lineup. And I think they'll try to finish out this series for sure They wanted to sweep. They didn't get it. There's no way they want to go back to uh, Denver for a game six. So I think these five guys all are going to be 35-plus minutes and ready to go, and I think they're all playable. Um, Definitely uh, have the potential here statistically for them all to get it done. Curry got up 23 shots, Clay 20, and Wiggins 16, pull only 10 but he gets shots up. So, you know, that group right there, they're going to get theirs. Um, Wiggins a little bit higher. I would think They, he and Poole may flip-flop in shot attempts. But still, those four are going to get the ball up. Draymond had a Draymond kind of game. He was five for six from the field, 11 rebounds, six assists. Pretty much what we called on the podcast exactly. Um, and I think he's going to fall right back into that mold maybe 8 9 shots up with you know 10 rebounds 6 7 assists same kind of deal couple of stocks and just play that role feed the feed those shooters uh to get it done so uh focusing on the bench here uh at not focusing on the bench here at all focusing strictly on that starting lineup i think really is the key way to go for the nuggets of course it's joker bust He's been uh, terrific in this series. He's been a one-man show all year, and he got up 21 shots in this last game. He gets over 20 shots. uh, He's an impossible fade because he's going to get to everything else. In this game, his other numbers were just average for him, phenomenal for everybody else, but he was 14 for 21 from the field with eight rebounds, six assists. Uh, The only problem... In this game for the Joker, zero stocks, which is unusual, and seven turnovers, which is more than normal. So I think you're going to see some uh, progression, not regression, on those numbers, uh, especially uh, in a closeout game. I I think uh, as much as they try to defend them with that small lineup, I think they're saying, hey, you know, we're letting the Joker get his, but we're going to outscore you because we don't believe you have enough guys uh, to outscore us, which makes perfect sense. I mean, their answers are Gordon, Jeff Green, Barton, Monty Morris, Austin Rivers, Bones Highland. and you know, and a little bit of Jermichael Green to Marcus Cousins. that that is not going to compete with the the Splash Brothers group there uh, for, from a scoring perspective. So I think Joker's the key guy here. Uh, the question on this slate becomes very simple. If you play Giannis and the Joker, which you can, uh, then you've got some issues. Uh, you're you're talking about really digging down, trying to get some value because there is none. So for me, my you know uh, where, the way I'll leave it on this podcast is I'm only going to play one of those two guys, Giannis or the Joker, because I just don't think you can afford to play both and take tens and eights and fourteens from the guys that aren't going to do much off the bench. I think you have to just make the hard decision between those two and then at least fill in the rest of your roster with starters. You know, you still some value there in a few spots, not a ton, but enough that you can still feel comfortable that everybody you're rostering is going to get 25 plus minutes and contribute. So that's the direction uh, that I'll be looking to go. Uh, In this last game, you know, the contributors there, Monty Morris was 7 of 11 and Bones Highland 5 for 10. So the two point guards, even though they're splitting minutes, uh, there were 29 and 19 respectively in this last game. You know, they're they're scoring the ball. They're making things happen. They had 12 assists combined. Uh, You know, they'll get you a few steals in general. So they're, you know, they're commodities that you can look at. I don't know about playing both. Uh, I wouldn't, from a leverage standpoint. Uh, I think there's a little bit too much negative leverage. I think you just root for one of them uh, to do better than the other. That's simply. I will say Morris has gotten more minutes than Highland throughout this series. A little bit safer play, but we know Bones can have uh, a nice ceiling. Uh, after after the Joker, you know, Gar- Gordon and Barton are always number second and third options. Inconsistency, though, all over the board. This is a perfect example. This is a game Gordon got 21 points. Barton only got six. They flip-flopped that pretty much consistently all season and even in the playoffs. So big risk there. You get very, very little from Jeff Green or Austin Rivers. Um, Really, I don't recommend digging down for Jermichael Green to Marcus Cousins. Yeah, Is there a possibility they can get 15, 20 minutes? It's possible, but we haven't been seeing that. I mean, Cousins and Green played 14 and 10 minutes, played almost perfect basketball. They were three for three each with two and four rebounds. I mean, that's all you can do in that amount of minutes and still wasn't really enough to get you there. So uh, I wouldn't go that deep in in that scenario. a couple of things here and just to remember pace wise Denver was 20th Golden State was 14th so definitely not terrific pace better in that first game defensively Denver was 18th and Golden State was first so uh or first now they've taken that spot back over so you know it's it really is a toss up between these two games I don't think you can look at one or the other and say there's a distinct advantage of which way you want to go here. I think you need to just find the best plays that you feel are going to get the the minutes and project them out. Uh, In my opinion, I'm going to do it as they both stay close enough that all the players get multiple minutes that are the key guys. Uh, If you want to play multiple lineups and game script one or the other games for a blowout and utilize some of the bench guys, you're welcome to do that. I, you know, I don't see, uh, I don't believe these two games are going to be 25, 30 point blowouts. Now I could be wrong. You know, the Bucks have killed the the Bulls in a couple of games in a row. So that's certainly more likely, but, you know, without Middleton, uh, you know, it's it, a little bit tougher. And I think teams, when they face elimination, generally don't give up. Uh, so I think they will fight to the end. And I'm going to play these two games as though they're both going to be competitive. So we will see how that goes. But that gives you a look at uh, the rotation, sort of a, a picture of, uh, you know, game scripting this out a little bit. <clears throat> and I think there's there's potential here uh, for some really good optimal lineups uh, utilizing uh, the right guy. The, the key factor is can you win uh, can you really hammer this slate without either Giannis or Joker in the lineup? That that becomes the million-dollar question, because if you are able to sit one of them and build a strong mid-level lineup throughout the rest of them, then uh, I think that is really the path to go. But if you can't sacrifice the raw points from either guy, which I do have them both uh, pretty much smashing everybody else. So it does statistically tell you that these are the two plays. But, you know, again, you know, can you gamble and and take a chance that, uh, you know, you the rest of the guys you roster, the six six guys or whatever it is that you're rostering, beyond those two, fit in the salary and aren't going to lay a complete goose egg for you or a single-digit kind of night. So that becomes the dilemma, and that's what everybody has to work on. All right. I've got a couple of plays for prize picks to give away. My first one is Andrew Wiggins under 14 and a half real points. I just, I know he had a, a good scoring game the last time out, but he has not gotten up very many shots toward the end of the season and throughout the playoffs. Um, with the three Splash brothers now, uh, you know, Clay, Steph, and Poole, <clears throat> Wiggins really does play a fourth or fifth option at times. So um, I'm gonna go under um, total real points for Andrew Wiggins 14 and a half. And then on PRA, um, this is a play I feel pretty confident about as well. I think that you can dial this up and say, hey, you know, he's going to get it done across the board. It's a closeout game. And that's going back to Draymond Green. 22.5 PRA, super fair number for him. You know, again, he's not going to take a ton of shots. I understand that. But he's efficient. And he's going to finish some of those at the rim, may even pop a three. So you know, you know, he's going to get rebounds, you know, he's going to get some assists and he's a, a stocks guy, not as much on the blocks, but more on the steel side. So to, you know, I haven't projected a 26 and a half. So that's quite a bit for over uh, what prize picks has them on. And I think that number may go up as the day goes on. So those are my two picks for the early prize picks um, opportunity here. So that is it, my friends. Two games slate tonight, both uh, possible elimination games. And uh, I hope this helps you build uh, some really, really good lineups. Again, if you want to check us out for free for the next five days, uh, look us up on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. You'll see that uh, link and opportunity there. Sign up, jump in our Discord. You'll be there for all the information today, all the baseball all the golf that comes out today as well. So thank you so much for listening in. Hope you have a fantastic Wednesday. And uh, we certainly will be back again tomorrow, as we always are, as we look to crush it in NBA, DFS, and prize picks.